around this theme of how important it is to build into institutions that have a disproportionate impact on communities. And, you know, the, the, if, you know I'd, I'm not sure if they would use that language of institution, but one of the institutions that we have been really blessed to help establish and strengthen over the last two years is the ministry of the harbor in Ryandale and the Rowe Coffee House and the family of ministries that has been established. And again, if you look on the website, they're not going to use the word institution. But that is actually what it is. And I'm so heartened by that. Because in asking Jacob and Jamie to share this morning and Mike and Rob, what you're going to hear are the effects, both short and medium uh, term, that are already beginning to play out when a, an institution that is healthy and good and that has as part of its vision uh, to be a conduit of blessing, to not exist for itself, but to exist for the blessing of the community around it, how powerfully that transforms the culture of that community and how quickly it transforms the power of that community. And so what you're going to hear this morning is really, really good news of people who are saying, let's build something that changes the culture, that changes the trajectory, that creates new opportunities, that opens new possibilities and new doors that people weren't aware of before. And I'm really excited by it. I know many of us have been tracking with the development of the harbor and Royal Coffee House, but if you haven't, this is an awesome morning for you to be here. So I'm gonna invite up um, you guys, Jamie and Jacob. And these guys are like the, Mark and Jess are, are kind of like the managers of the harbor at Ryandale and uh, all that stuff. And these guys are like the roasters, bakers, management. You're like the row people. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Awesome. Okay, so I just said to them, I want them to come. I want them to share what God has been doing and the transformative work that Roe and the volunteers have been having in Ryandale. So thank you very much for coming. You can give them a, a, give them a welcome. And in case I forget, there is real coffee in the crush space after the service. So if I don't send you out after my benediction to get coffee, make a little note to do that. <laughs> okay, so um, we are Jacob and Jamie. And my um, sister and her husband, um, so Mark and Jess, are the ones who run the harbor at Ryandale. And um, they were gifted this little church in the heart of Ryandale um, by the community because the church had fallen apart and they were going to have to sell. And they met Mark and Jess and were so thrilled at what they had hoped to do um, that they gifted it to them and said, make this into something. <laughs> um, and me and Jacob, uh, Jacob is from Sweden and I'm originally from BC. And we've been living in Alberta for the last, I don't know, few, for me for the last like five years or so. Um, and we didn't really see our lives going in a certain direction. We just kept doing, as they say, the next right thing. We just kept just taking the opportunity that God would put in front of us. We worked at a Bible school. Um, we lived in Calgary for a little bit. Jacob tried to pursue his filmmaking and different things, but it, nothing was really going in a direction. Um, and then about a year and a half ago, it was, a, it was January, and Mark and Jess 
wanted to FaceTime us, which is weird because we're not a FaceTime kind of family. So I was like, okay, let's do this. And so um, we answered the call and um, they asked us if we'd be willing to move to Ryandell and start a coffee shop. And they said, we don't know if this will actually work out. We don't know if this will happen, um, but we think it's a really good idea and we think that this community needs it. So please pray about it and see what you think. And I was so pumped. I was like, this is it. This is my dream. <laughs> We're moving tomorrow. I was so ready and Jacob was less ready. But after about a week, he was like, yeah, I think this is a great idea. And we really, um, uh, well, Jacob loves coffee and he uh, loves creativity and so do I and we also really love caring for people um, and I also couldn't get out of my head that I would get to live in this cute little village in the mountains like I was like this is it this is the dream <laughs> and so um, we continue to pursue that and I don't think that I realized that that yes would be one of the scariest things that I would do um, we moved here without the yes uh, or without knowing if the coffee shop was actually going to happen. Um, but we really believed that this community needed somewhere to gather. They needed somewhere to meet. Like, could you imagine living in a town and there being nowhere even within a 20 minutes drive that you can actually sit inside and meet with some friends um, or get to know new people in your community? We just really felt like this was necessary. Um, and when we moved here, we were, we're still just living in a camper. I don't have this cute little house in the forest yet, which is fine. I might not, but that's okay. Um, and we moved here, and we started to hear stories from the Christian community in Riendel. Um, and they told us that they had been praying for God to do a new thing for over the last decade. They had lost hope that God was going to work at all on the East Shore. Um, they were feeling really discouraged, and we had so many tearful conversations about their um, excitement in us starting this coffee shop and the joy that God was starting a new thing. Um, and so when that happened, I realized that this was far bigger than me getting to live close to my favorite sister <laughs> and starting a ministry with her. Um, it was far greater and had been planned out far longer than what I could have ever realized. Um, and in this process, there's been so many ups and downs. Um, just in, we started renovating in November and opened at the end of February, and it, that was a process of its own. Um, financially, it's been really stressful. There's been lots of really hard things, but in all of that, I've never been so sure of God's faithfulness his ability to provide for his children, um, how much he cares for us as individuals, but also how much he cares about seeing communities grow in love for each other and love for him, um, and also just how much grace there is, that it's all on him, it's not on me, <laughs> it's all on him, and I can keep going back to him when I'm not capable, and he will continue to show me his grace and his love. Um, so Jacob will talk a little bit more now. Um, yeah, so since we moved here, oh, sorry, since we moved here, it's been really cool to see how Jesus has been working in Riendel, but not just in Riendel, but also in, like, the East Shore as a whole. Um, uh, so Ro means uh, state of rest. It's a Swedish word. Uh, and that's really what we wanted the coffee shop to be, is to be a restful place for the community and the communities around us as well. Um, so... This is a few stories or a few ways we have seen um, our ministries working in our communities and a few things that we've seen um, have been changing in the communities or in the community. 
So Reindale is a place where people move to to be alone. We noticed that there's a lot of people that have moved there in the recent years to kind of like get a new start on life. Um, the problem with that is when you're moving to be alone, um, you get lonely. So we have a lot of uh, lonely people that come to our coffee shop. Um, but what's been really cool to see is that they will come to our coffee shop, they will sit down, and almost every time there will be someone coming up to them and talking with them. Even if it's us who do that, or if there's someone else who just comes up and sits there. For instance, we have this one lady, her name is Marianne. She will come in every day, at least five times a day. And she will just sit at a table, uh, we give her a cup of tea or a glass of water, and she will just sit there. And every time someone comes in, they always, hi Marianne, how are you? And we'll start talking with her. Um, her home is not very nice. It's barely livable. She doesn't have a lot of food. There's a lot of mental health issues. But she comes there, and she will sit with, sit with us, talk with us, and just have a peaceful moment. Um, We've also seen lots of people that are coming to our coffee shop, um, and we've seen God has really moved their hearts, um, where they have been encouraged, um, and yeah, they've been encouraged and renewed in their identity, um, and really felt lo loved by Jesus in moments of grief and in joy. Um, what has been really surprising to me and Jamie is that people see us as their pastors, which is kind of funny. We like stand on the pulpit of like the church, so like the we've renovated it so that the altar is now the the barista bar, um, and like uh, the <laughs> the president of the Covenant Church, Glenn, he came in and he was like, I think subconsciously people see you guys as the pastors because you're standing there and you're standing where a pastor would stand, you're in a church, and like, I've had the, um, like a little la old lady, she came up to me, and she opened up her Bible, and she was like, I don't understand the Old Testament. I'm trying really hard, and I don't, like, I want to know Jesus, but man, this Old Testament, I don't get it. And that's happened many times where, like, we had this um, family come, and uh, she told me that she feels like she's being spiritually attacked, and she just wanted us to, to pray for her, and to be with her, and so that's been, Sorry, I just wanted to interject there because I just think it's so funny that we're just standing there and that's just all of a sudden who we've become for people. And so that's been really fun for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we even had one lady that came in and she started sharing her, her hardships in life and you were able to talk to her and encourage her in that. And afterwards she said, thank you. I really need to be ministered to today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they'll come to us with uh, questions about the Bible or Jesus. And it's really cool to be able to share and teach them about who, Je who Jesus really is. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions about who Jesus is and um, his goodness and his care for them. So it's really cool to actually be able to talk about that and, and show who he really is. Um, yeah, we have also become a, ref, a refuge for, or a breathing room for other Christians in our communities. Um, 
there's a place where they can come and get support. Like uh, this one person came in and talked about how she was being spiritually attacked and wanted prayers for that. Um, but we've also seen how Roe has become a place for where other Christians can come and minister to, to the people who wasn't there. Um, we had quite a few people that have just come in, sat down with someone, and then just started sharing the gospel uh, or started encouraging people in moments of hardship. And that has been really encouraging to us. Um, and really what the, the ministry is, is that we have just followed Jesus. Um, he called us to Riendel, and we followed him. There is, um, I think, I can't remember where it is, but it's in John. Uh, the I disciples. Have it here. You have it? Is it this one? The, yeah. It's John 6. Yeah. So it's uh, John 6, verse 26 to 33. And disciples goes up to Jesus and says that we want to, we also want to do God's work. Um, and, his, uh, and he says, uh, the only thing you need to do is to follow me. And that's really what we have done and just seeing what Jesus is doing through that and how he's really blessing the people around us and us. Um, yeah, it's been really encouraging and cool to see. Um, at the end of our first week being open at Rome, um, a lot of emotions were building to this moment um, and a lot of fears and all those things. And that whole week, I didn't really breathe. I just kept trying to do the best that I could and meet these new people and hope that they enjoy it and that they feel like this is a good use of this historical church in their um, community. And I sat down by myself in the coffee shop on a Saturday, on the Saturday night, so our closing day. Um, and I just prayed, and I just, like, started sobbing uncontrollably, and I realized that um, it is, like, the biggest honor of my life to hear these stories, um, to be able to be in this small community that not very many people in the world even know about, that I get to meet all these different people, um, and it just felt like, who am I that God would put me here, us here, to be able to do this work, and we just continuously, that is a feeling that I have, is like, as soon as I'm getting overwhelmed or stressed by just doing a good job, because quality um, and details are very important to me, so I can get very hung up on making sure that the baking is perfect, or that everybody's experience is perfect, I just, I love when people come in and are like, wow, this is so much nicer than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> like, I, like, weirdly had started to kind of live for those moments, and as soon as that starts to happen, I need to take a step back and, and sit with the Lord and um, remember that we're here because we get to be here and we get to be with the Lord and we get to share what he's done in us and let that overflow of his love in our lives impact those around us. Look, like, what we've seen, it, it, I'm, we haven't seen people give their hearts to Jesus. We haven't seen those like new relation, that new relationship form. But we really believe that in um, creating a space for people to meet with each other, to create a space where the Holy Spirit has room to work. Like we love when people come in there and they're like, "It feels so peaceful in here," and they'll or like I love 
this has really good vibes. Like, I just, like, I love that. And it's so funny because I just know that that's the Holy Spirit. That's why it feels different. That's why it feels peaceful is because you feel him. And if you feel him, then that means it is just one more step and you know him. And so we love that us being there and us getting to know them is closer and closer to them being known by the Father and and them knowing the Father. And we just love that and we delight in knowing that. And so for us, all of this is about creating space, consistency, and being hospitable to all the different types of people that come there, whether that's tourists, which has been a lot lately, um, whether it's uh, wealthy people, because there's lots of wealthy people that own homes on the East Shore, and whether there's people that come in. Um, there's one guy who comes in, and he comes in almost every day. Um, he's borderline homeless. He gets a $2 coffee knowing that he can get a refill, <laughs> and that is, he loves that, and so he just comes in every day, and it's, so, it's like such a wild thing for us to be able to see all these different types of people, and being able to, it's really hard for me to be hospitable to everyone, because as you know, customer service can be very difficult at times. So it's hard, and, but that's why I said earlier that we see God, like we know that it's him doing the heavy lifting, because on our own, it's, it doesn't do anything. But with him, we know that this is gonna have a long-lasting impact in this community and on the whole East Shore, um, because God loves us, and he wants the people of Ryandale to know that they're not alone, and that's really important to us, so. That's, that's Roe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to say. <laughs> also just want to say thank you so much for all your support and coming to the coffee shop. And please keep praying for the ministries that's happening in Riendel and on the East Shore. Pray for you guys quickly. I know we have other people to share, um, <laughs> but I wanted to pray for you. Thanks for saying yes to something which was scary and daunting, but you listened, and that's, uh, that's always the, the best, and best first step is to just say yes. So let me pray for you guys. God, thank you for this couple and for their heart and their desire to um, be a part of creating a place of refuge and encouragement in a community that to many, God, is, is kind of forgotten. And that's an amazing outpost of your grace. And just pray that you continue to strengthen these guys, bless them. Um, yeah, just bless their socks off. All the, all, the, all the material needs that they need, all the spiritual and emotional the, the support network. Um, God, would you just continue to build this, uh, this ministry and have it flourish there and just be a, a place that continues to change and transform Ryandell. Uh, in healthy, good ways as people encounter your grace and love and mercy. We pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, guys. Mike, you wanted to share uh, about the big picture. The big picture of kind of like the harbor ministries. and Yeah, if I could. Oh, sorry. I don't know if I turned that off. I'm going to turn it off. What a hard act to follow. Hi. Before I... I I'll get Greg to put my, our slides up here. But before I begin that, I have to tell you two Rose stories. <coughs> so my, my son, who is a coffee snob, Ryan, who grew up in this church, um, I took him into Rowe Coffee this summer, and he walks in and he goes, whoa, you covenant people have deep pockets. Because <laughs> it is truly fantastic. And I was able to look right back at him and say, no, God has big plans. Ryan, this costs a lot less than the carport on your property. 
And I don't think he totally believed me, but um, that was an amazing, an, an amazing moment for me. And also, when Mark, um, who is our executive director of the harbor at Ryandell, when he began this process, Mark is a visionary. He has these big picture visions. And, and he said, where I want to go is if we fold our, our, if we close our doors, if we don't succeed, if we shut down, I want the town to be in mourning. And, and he made the comment about the, the ashram over there, which is a world-class ashram. It's, it's known all over the world. People come from all over the world and spend thousands of dollars to go there. If it closed its doors tomorrow, it would not have any effect on the East Shore. And yet, if we were to close Roe tomorrow, we would have to run because the residents, the community there would be so angry at us. So I, I, think, that's, I think that's really neat. Um, this morning, Jeff called us to worship by asking us to be strong and take heart, right? And it's been a hard week for us in the Covenant Church here. We've said goodbye to a pillar of this church. And as I sat in John's service here and I thought about the stories he told me about the expansion upstairs and the building nearly falling down and, and all of the impact he had, I thought, wow, it's hard. But this morning I want to change gears and I want to give you a really good story because this is a good news story. And it's a good news story because of the faithfulness at least in a big part of you as a congregation. This happened because you, as a congregation, said yes. We're going to support it, and we're going to make it happen. And Rob is going to talk a little bit about that a little bit later on. But I want to, uh, I want to just give a 35,000-foot overview of what we've done in the last year and where we're going. And, and first of all, what has become kind of a central text to us is that um, very famous Matthew 11:28 text. Come to, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That certainly fits with the Roe Coffee theme, and it certainly fits with what we're doing at Rayondell. And our mission statement for the harbor, and when I speak of the harbor, I'm talking about the overall ministry of the camp ministry, Headwaters Discipleship, Roe Coffee, um, all of those things are part of the harbor ministry. Uh, the harbor will create environments for people to walk with Jesus. And, and that really um, is what we do. And, and what began, at least for me, as a very narrow focus, I was going to keep a Bible camp running. Woohoo! Who can't get off about Bible camps? They're, they're awesome things. But it's become so much more than that. Um, and potentially is probably one of the most impactful ministries that I will ever have been involved in, but it's one of the most impactful ministries um, that's happening anywhere in the Kootenays. Uh, our sacred space, the harbor, allows people to walk with Jesus. Can we have the next slide, please, Mark? Um, sorry, Greg. Um, we have only been the stewards of this space for a little bit more than a year and a half. We, we were working hard to make it happen, and, and people like Jamie and Jacob came out before we even owned the property. Um, and, and this is uh, Rick Dickerson and the fellow who is the head of the Presbyterian Church doing a COVID handshake here when we actually signed the papers in April of 2021 um, 
to take it over. Our initial goals were to finish what the Presbyterians had begun and carry on with the Bible camp. Um, but God had other plans, big plans. Before we even signed the papers, we were gifted the church in Ryandell, and that's what Jamie talked about. Um, and we didn't know whether we even wanted it or not. Why would we want a falling down old church that didn't have a bathroom and didn't have running water? I, you know, uh, but it did have a charitable donation certification, and Colin would understand how important that is. And we used that to launch what became the Rindell Community Christian Ministries. And what I was getting the first inkling is this is a lot more than a Bible camp. Um, we started Row Coffee. This year we ran the first Headwaters Discipleship Program. And of course we continue to be a camp and a retreat center. And that's really important because that is who we are. In the first year and a half, Greg, if we could go over please. In the first year and a half, the transformations began. The main lodge is called Parent Lodge and it got a lot of love. We put in generators, we put in backup systems, we finished all of the work that the Presbyterians had began. We took two rustic cabins, and they were really rough. They still are. Um, and we gave, them to we gave two of them, two of the six, total rebuilds. And we, we did that because one of our goals was to expand our season beyond just summer camping. We wanted to have something more. Um, we finished off the retreat center, and you can see that down in the bottom corner there. I'm sorry it's not a bigger picture. Uh, we call that Anderson Hall after Nils Anderson, the longtime caretaker. And this was a teaching uh, as, part of the, um, as part of the headwaters. And that is the beautiful Row Coffee. And there's the pulpit with the pastor from Row Coffee standing up there dispensing her, her coffee. And uh, when I was there this summer, one of the people came up to me and said, when are you calling a pastor to our church? When are we going to get a pastor here? And then said to me, we've got 30 to 40 people that will come to church every Sunday if you bring us a pastor. Well, that that, that was, was quite amazing. And, and that's, just, that's just kind of the beginning, you know. So much more uh, has happened since we first started. So much more as we tried to finish what the Presbyterians began, but we started to get the call to do other things because God was in control. And uh, Greg, the next one, please. Most importantly... Um, Jamie and Jacob maybe haven't seen the direct result of ministry there, but we have. People began to walk with God. We saw young people, older people, giving their heart to the Lord. We saw people come to the Lord and continue to come to the Lord. And, and that really is what is most important to us. That's to provide a space where people could walk with Jesus. So, Greg, please. Our short-term goals. This is what I was supposed to talk about, and then I get all excited. And I said to Pastor Jeff this morning, I said, really, I can just talk? And he said, sure. Um, our short-term goals, we need to get the word out. Um, the harbor is an incredible success story. One of the success stories of the harbor that we're going to ask Mark and Jess to come and talk to us about is Headwaters Discipleship. That's going to become a key part of what the Headwaters is. And this is a young adult discipleship training program. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you to help us here. We need to identify people, we need to learn more about that program, and we need to identify youth that can really benefit um, through the program that Mark and Jess have developed 
at the headwaters. We need to develop a fundraising strategy, and we're well on the way there. Um, that would include legacy giving that goes beyond our local churches. This is so much more a story than just the three churches in the Kootenays, uh, Nelson, Balfour, and Creston, and to, a, to some extent the Balfour, that, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the Junction, that also support this ministry. We need to get the word out. I mean, it affects, it affects so much more. We're going to bring power in 2022 in September. We're going to bring power into the, those cabins. Um, and that's not inexpensive. And into the RV area, we're going to rebuild two more camper cabins because right now we have a capacity in the wintertime to deal with uh, 25 or 30 people. And we want to be able to deal with more than that. So we want to do two more, two more cabins. Um, we need to give more love to Roe. <laughs> Uh, our heating bill for the first four months was something like $3,500 for that building. You know. And that's partially because it's a beautiful church, but there's no insulation in it. So that's, that's a challenge for us. Um, we need to attract a couple more board members. Um, but most importantly of all, we really, really need to listen to what God wants from us in this ministry. So I'm going to hand over to, um, to Rob, but my invitation to you is to continue to be involved, to continue to support, to continue to pray, and to con continue to talk about what we're doing there. And my invitation is on August 14th, Sunday from 2 till 7, we're going to have an open house. And I hope we see many, many of you there. You will hear more about this in weeks to come in the church bulletin. So thank you. Rob. Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, I mean, this endeavor with the harbor has just been an amazing uh, good news story and, uh, and a real testament to how f following God's lead uh, just is so evident in, in this. Um, we, we started on this process uh, fundraising for, to, to buy the property in, in late 2020 um, with the goal of trying to raise you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars as the down payment and then try and have the whole thing paid off in three to five years. We are well on our way to achieving that goal. We've, we've raised 340000 out of the 520000 that we had to pay the Presbyterians, so that's 65%, and we're only a year and a half in before we'll have all that money. Uh, and, you know, God is just blessing us constantly. You know, we've brought in over $30,000 uh, so far this year, and... and uh, the opportunities, we've, we've barely even begun to look beyond our own uh, Kootenai community there. Um, the uh, headwaters this year, uh, we got a big grant from the uh, Trellis Foundation, uh, which has helped cover our costs there, so we're pretty much going to break even, even though we only had half dozen kids this year, and, uh, and so that's, that's really encouraging for, for us as a board. And then uh, Harbor Camp, you know, we are booked flat out from uh, end of June through till the middle of September. And so we'll, we'll easily uh, cover our, our costs on the, on the camp as well. And then Roe, I mean, you guys have heard how that gone. I mean, I was the biggest doubting Thomas about the idea of starting a coffee shop in a community with 250 people, you know. And, and so I insisted that we set the budget at $100 a day. I, I don't think we're gonna ever make more than 100 bucks a day in revenue. 
well, we, we opened at $100 a day. We didn't have to wait for tourist season. You know, by, by uh, middle of March, we were regularly getting $500 a week in. By May, we were up to $1,000 a week. June, we were over $1,500 every week. And July, we've been over $2,000 in revenue every week. So tourist season is on us. And, you know, I, I still don't, <laughs> of little faith, I still don't expect that it's going to keep on that strong. But, you know, the... The, uh, the opportunities that, that these guys uh, have to minister and, uh, and the fact that it's a, a financially self-sustaining ministry is just a, a huge blessing. And in fact, the amount of money that the row is generating is actually going to help support our other ministries and ensure that the, the harbor doesn't need to charge more money for churches than, uh, than they have been and, and you know, help subsidize those costs so that the churches can continue to run the, the Bible camps, which is why we got involved in this ministry in the first place. So I'm really, uh, really exciting about all of that. And uh, just thank you all so much for your faithful support in, in getting this ministry up and off the ground. Thanks. What's that? Uh, yes, well, there, we have a website, and uh, you can go to the, the harbor, um, and uh, you can just e-transfer e uh, to uh, donation at uh, donation at the harbor. <laughs> I, I guess I should have looked up in, on that sort of stuff. Anyway, Google us. We're on Facebook. We're on this Instagram. We're, we're, uh, we're everywhere uh, on social media. So thanks very much. That is super encouraging, so awesome, and I, lo I love ministries like this because, you know, no, we're all without excuse. Everybody can plug in and support this in some way, right? Whether it's, hey, you know what, I'm going to write a check for $250,000 and clear off that debt, boom. <laughs> all the way to like, I just want to have a delicious baked good and coffee. All of that is, uh, and everything in between uh, is accessible to everybody in our community, and so uh, as the pastor of this site, I would really encourage us to look for ways, maybe even in, the, even, even in the next week, to say, hey, how do we get out there even before the open house? Check it out or spread the word or connect, uh, donate, uh, ask questions. This is an amazing ministry, and we really are blessed that it is, that we are in, in kind of that founding phase of being able to see it uh, be established by God here.